Hey everybody, what's going on? Jordy Cannell here. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of the podcast. It is myself and Jared Barnes, and we are breaking down baseball coming back, hockey apparently announcing its hub cities. We break down some golf with Bryson DeChambeau's protein shakes and the event coming up this weekend in Detroit. We talk Cam Newton going to the Patriots. Jared gives us a NASCAR update. This one was a ton of fun to record. We went all over the place, not officially at 10 Topics 5 Minutes, but a spinoff as we're throwing it out there. But make sure, as always, that you guys subscribe to the podcast. The Bullpen Cart is what you need to follow on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. ThunderBLG is the handle on Twitter, Thunderblog Sports on Instagram, and the Bullpen Cart Podcast group on Facebook. Be a part of the conversation in our Facebook group. But enjoy this episode of the podcast, guys. Let us know what you think in the comments. And here we go. Welcome to this episode of the podcast here on the Bullpen Card Podcast feed. I, of course, am the G-Man, Jordy Cannell. After a week hiatus, had a little busy week at work, we are back doing uh, just a grab bag. And because it is a spinoff of the 10 Topics 5 Minutes, we had to bring on the master of that format all the way from his side of the state. That's right. He is at home recharging his power. Mr. Jared Barnes, how are you, my friend? Jordy, we always say, and thank you for that rousing intro, coming live from the true command center. Now, to put this into perspective, my father has three 30-inch screens around me, so I kind of feel like I'm in the zone, auto zone, no free ads. Almost like, as, as, a, as a friend of ours said, it's like a racing simulator like you've been seeing NASCAR doing. If I had a steering wheel right here, I'd actually be in a racing simulator right like now. Like the arcade so. games. Kind of, sort of, yeah. So, uh, yes, uh, welcome to everyone from West Mifflin, Pennsylvania. No more than, I'd say, five miles outside of the city limits of Pittsburgh here. Um, happy to be on, uh, be in the, uh, the spinoff of my own spinoff of the spinoff. It's like an Inception. A lot of Inceptions. Yes. Yeah, some of the booms. But, yeah. yeah, we. so I mentioned, didn't do a show last week. A lot of news dropped. Yes. Pretty busy with work. Wanted to try to do something sad, but you know, we're here. Yep. Yep. Baseball is back, Jared. Mm-hmm. Major League Baseball, after it seemed like it was getting its darkest, Rob Manfred implemented a season of 60 games. The players voted on it. They reported today. The Phillies Instagrammed out some pictures, baseball stuff. Insert the liar, liar quote right here. And I'm just excited to have it back because now we have some news. It should start on my birthday, July 23rd, three weeks from the day you're probably listening to this, July 2nd, Thursday. And I I mean, I'm excited to have it back. Obviously, there's the details of the negotiations, which we can jump into. But what was your initial reaction to the news that baseball's coming back? Well... Going back to, it's been about a month and a half or so since I've been on the pod, or maybe even longer. And it kind of felt like a boyfriend and a girlfriend breaking up, getting back together, breaking up again, giving each other their things, then saying, you know, let's give it another try. And to me, 
it, it's been a very interesting play out of this. So I'm happy as a baseball player or retired baseball player, I'm happy to be in seeing it back. Um, as mo some of the folks knew who have listened to us before, we were actually going for one of those nine or the $90 game plans this year with the Phillies. So we would have been to probably 20 games by now or something like that because it was what mid-april all the way through may uh, it was opening day through the middle of may it was like yeah so i mean it would have been great yeah it would have been awesome so, so i'm happy to see it back my only concern is with with the spike of what's going around us right now the novel coronavirus uh covid19 as we always unfortunately have to talk about with these podcasts right yeah. now you know the phillies when they were getting ready to report back they had the spike in cases and then, you know, you have other possibilities of what's going on with testing. So I'm concerned that it still might not happen like any of the sports yet. It's nice to see there's some semblance of normalcy coming back. Yeah, that's a really good point. And that really where it was starting to get darkest before dawn. And I was putting in just the the terms of, you know, proposal, rejection, mm -hmm. counterproposal, rejection. And you're right. It was a couple days before that, that the Phillies announced it. A number of other teams did, too, yeah. when Florida really started uh, – started and it still is at the same point of, of cases getting bad and we yep. we weren't sure you're exactly right it seemed like that was the nail in the coffin or the final nail in the coffin of that you know it's just not it's not going to work um yep. that is something in the details of it and I, I think i said this in the the one with seth that we did back in april that the idea that they're going for in staying in their home stadiums and mm -hmm. traveling around I don't think is very smart. Um, and the thing that I'm most concerned about being a fan of a team in the Eastern divisions, for those that don't know, for, for me to clarify this, it you are playing mainly the teams within your division and then you're playing your interleague games. And these are your only out of division games against a team in that corresponding region. So NL East, AL East, NL Central, NL, or NL Central, AL Central, NL West, AL West. Now, the thing with the East is that there's a team in Canada, and currently there's, you know, some restrictions between the U.S.-Canadian border, including right. uh, including shutting down for 14 days, and that needs to be figured out, and we're going to talk about hockey in a little bit, which you think that'll likely have some sort of something to do with it, um, but, you know, maybe the NHL gets their own exemption, or maybe baseball gets its own exemption, but... I also think it's kind of wacky, especially on the Blue Jays side of things, that they are going to have to cross the border oh so many times. Originally, they had talked about playing in Dunedin, where their spring training facility is. That now is out the window because of the the spikes in Florida because of the coronavirus. So it, it's, you know, the, the, this is going to be the, the I don't want to say Grim Reaper, but it is going to cast a shadow over the season. So it is, we're not out of the woods yet by any stretch of the imagination. So I just thought of this why not they rent out a minor league ballpark and just bring them over the border and have them close to something? Because so for folks that haven't listened and don't know yet, um, minor league baseball, unfortunately let us know that their season is postponed till 2021. So I'm not, I'm not sure how close Toronto is to one of their minor league fields. That's what I'm looking up now. Um, however, that might be a way to do it. There has to be like um, trying to think, what's what's a team in like where, where's toronto in comparison because my mom near, near buffalo that's what yeah. i was just gonna say why not a team close to buffalo or something like that that would that would make sense to me 
Yeah, I don't think Buffalo is their, is their minor league team. The last time, when we were in college, they were, I believe they were a Mets affiliate. And I'm, I don't know why their Wikipedia page doesn't immediately have their minor league affiliates available. But here Still, we though. Oh, no, they are. The Buffalo Bisons are now the, the Toronto Blue Jays AAA affiliate. So Bring them on that's over. A, uh, that's, that. a, that's a really good idea. Um, I have just solved it. Thank you. You're they, welcome. And you're right. They would have to, as we learned in recording the Last Dance podcast, that some minor league teams are owned by their major league club and some are just affiliates. Buffalo Correct. is an affiliate, so that you're right. They would have to rent it. Um, Dunedin, they own, which is why I think they wanted – they okay. could just easily have done that. Um, but, yeah, that's – I mean, that's a really good idea. They could go to New Hampshire. The Fisher Cats are theirs. That's also close to the border, close yeah. to Montreal, but then Toronto. But um, there, there are a bunch of different ideas. They go to Lansing. I did not realize that. The Lansing Lugnuts mm. are uh, – one of theirs too. That's kind of, I mean, relatively kind of far from Toronto. Yeah. But, um, it, yeah. I mean, they could figure out. They they could. That's a that's a good idea. And, and we'll jump into the hockey stuff in a little bit of why it makes sense of what the Bob Bombs talked about today mm-hmm. of where their hub cities are. But keeping it all in one country yes. makes more sense than having to try to deal with any sort of border stuff. Um, but it still that being said, Buffalo, you know, you're. It's, you, I think they have a major regional airport that you can fly in and out of, but it's still going to be tough going from different it cities. Is. New York's still kind of in a weird spot, and having the Yankees and the Mets playing there is concerning. I don't want to put, like, I'm very excited for this, and I'm just excited that we're getting something mm-hmm. back. And what all of these different leagues are doing, and we're, I don't, we don't really have anything basketball related, although we could jump into things later. But yeah. what the the NBA, the NHL, MLB, mm-hmm. what they they've done, they've taken these precautions, and this is one thing that I've always thought of during these coronavirus podcasts. Be done of that they would have to think of these sort of things. That absolutely so by the point that we got to these to here, and it seems like it. There's like a 68 page document that players have been handed out that details all this different stuff of what what you're allowed to do here, what you're allowed to do there. There was the whole there was the the clickbaity article of talking about that they don't want the players to shower. They want that they don't want them showering in the clubhouse. They want them showering in their hotels. Um, so th- they have all these precautions in place. Just you're adding so many different variables. And I get that the furthest travel is going to be Miami to Toronto for the East, and uh, I can't even think what it would be in the Central. Would it be yeah. Detroit to Kansas, Kansas City, maybe? Um, well, I, I think Detroit's getting demoted. Yeah, you're right. The, yeah, the MLB memes, the MLB memes yeah. thing you sent. Um, I'll, yeah. have to, I'll have to re meme that uh, or restory that. Um, for those that don't know, it was a meme that Jared sent to our group chat. But um, yeah, no. But um, and then Seattle to to L- to San Diego is probably the furthest for the yeah. West, or no, to Houston. Uh, I mean, it it is exciting, yet it's also concerning, and and, and that's one yeah. thing I hope everybody realizes through this. We have to be very cognizant of the fact that there are real life implications that even our joy in watching something can have across the board, be it financially, physically, you name it. And and that's the I, I it's it's been hard not to have sports. I think we've watched every rerun. Hell, I watched the longest NHL hockey game in two hours the other night, the eight period Flyers, Penguins. I still tell game. people about marble racing. I thought that was the greatest thing ever. John Oliver did a really good piece on it at the end of his hey, sports stuff. He we can do the team. tractor. 
we could do the tractor race oh man could you imagine if we had a, you you'd have to be the driver i was about to say make matt the driver it's matt like wacky racing this is like oh my for those that don't know this so along with the marble racing which is just a dude producing it i think he's like finnish but it's a dude just producing with a fucking phone marble races and he brought he commentates over as if it's the olympics yep i found at while well, watching this randomly it was on the ocho no it was on regular this is a regular espn it was not ocho it might have uh, i'm not sure but it blurs but the but the actual broadcast was not an ocho broadcast this is a real espn broadcast from like 2003 yep that they were covering lawnmower racing in ohio it's where wonderful. they just souped up and there's different classes it oh. was incredible and you start 10 yards away I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I'm telling it again. Yeah. You start 10 yards away. It's like old Le Mans, uh, old Le Mans and Indy car racing. And you sprint to the tractor, hop on it and start it. And then yep. it's like a 40 lap race. And it's like a half a mile around the track. And it's a dirt track, like a motocross track, mm-hmm. except not as bumpy. Um, a lot of hail bays. But there, there are hail bays, but there's crashes. And it was awesome. The crashes were incredible. Cause these people like just go flying. It looks like fucking, like the exaggerated car chases in Austin Powers, making fun of the James Bond car chases. Yep. It's incredible. Um, but to that point, um, fin- uh, you were on your point about about watching watching stuff. Then I talked about. But, it. but I mean, it's it. it we'll, we'll have to see what happens, yeah. and that's yeah. the biggest thing. Like, I, it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen. But here's an interesting tidbit. And are we are we have you? Is there any other points you want to make in regards to? baseball before i go on to another tangent of this the only thing i was going to say was also a tangent but it was we've seen this with golf of how guys have dropped out of events because they've either they've either contracted it or most of their caddies have contracted it which i think speaks to kind of caddies well that there it is but the the relationship between caddies and and the guys who who pay for them that make a lot more money and back to the matt kuchar con confrontation last year um but yeah i mean but we've seen that and granted it's only this is the second week since then and we haven't seen any more spike up when they've Mm -hmm. gone from connecticut to detroit but yeah i mean to see how the pga responded to it and how they did it now granted golf lends itself a lot more and and baseball does to a certain extent too aside from players touching the ball um you know there there's something to that and I, i don't know on how well that can be scaled up to a sport like basketball or hockey where there's physical contact being made. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. There's at least that to be, to be excited about. If you want to compare it to soccer in Europe, Europe's in a lot better spot than we are. So you can't really, although they're, you know, they're, they're getting it done. Um, And it's been entertaining. So if you, if you're the kind of person that's worried about fans, go watch a soccer game. And the, the way that they try to do the, the fake fan noise is actually kind of entertaining. But what well, is your tangent? Well, okay, so um, fake fans, number one, Gabe, the, the, while we were talking, uh, Gabe the Babe, he wants you to submit your photos. So you can be Are they doing the same thing the A's are doing? This, I was going to bring this up in like a fake Bleacher Creature segment. Yes, yes. Uh, maybe maybe we put that there now. But yes, uh, we want to uh, send in your face to Gabe the Babe, and he will put you on a cardboard cutout. So what um, happens if the cardboard cutout gets hit? I don't know, but apparently over in England for the Leeds crowd, Osama bin Laden's yes, cutout that, was one. That did happen. So we're so uh, whoops, whoops on that one. 
But yeah, gave the babe once your cardboard cutouts. I, Philly should do that. That'd be great. So the A's are they're having you pay to send it to have your like image as a cardboard cutout. I'm cool with that. And if you you pay extra to have your to have your cutout in foul ball territory, nice. and if it gets hit, they'll send you the foul ball. That's awesome. Yeah. How cool is that? Oh my god. Now, do you have to be in A's attire? Because I do like my full Pirates get up. Well, I think they'd probably have people, like the people that are sad the Raiders left. They're going to have the, the people from the Black <laughs> Hole dressed up. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So, second tangent. Thank you for that. You're a degenerate. Oh, yeah. 40,000 plus 40,000 for the Marlins. Would you put Schmeckles on them? What, for this the is series? From, on my bookie. No free ads. Yes, plus 40. You're just your bookie. Yeah, don't say his name. Don't say your bookie's name. Um, plus plus 40,000. 40, that means what? I bet I bet 100 and I win fourth. I win. Well, I win 40,000. But that's one That's one to 4,000. No, one to one to 400. Um, or 401. Uh, no, I still probably wouldn't because I don't. I think saw I'm another gonna... one that I think it was for. I think it was for the. Who was it? Which team was it? They were 700. To 750 to one odds. Yeah, that's pretty wild. So that I mean, so that leads to more baseball, to more of baseball coming back. So it's 60 games. You're mm-hmm. only playing your division and the cross, the cross league opponent from that same geographical area. They have not fully ex- declared what the expanded playoffs are going to look like. Mm-hmm. Which, if they're going to do the seven and the they call it reality TV of picking your opponent and all that stuff in the first round. Um, I still wouldn't think the Marlins would get in, even on some sort of miracle run, strictly by the fact that they have to play not only their division, which yep. the Mets, Phillies, Mar- or Mets, Phillies, Astros, and Braves, or uh, Nationals, excuse me. Um, yep. All four of them have some, depending on really a health, b how well they do in sixty games, yep. and c the coronavirus. Um, they could all claim the title, but they all easily could try to gra- grab a wild card spot. But the NL Central, the good teams, we did the preview however many months ago, playing each other and playing the AL Central could easily scoop up some of those wildcard spots. I mean, the Pirates are plus 30,000. It's not bad. Not bad. Not I bad. mean, if it, it, now here's the thing. I will say this. One. What's that? Or 300 to 1. That's not bad at all. Roughly. I think on another site I saw 250 to 1. Um, I mean – this is what I could see. I could see somehow, by the grace of God, the Pirates win the World Series and the Flyers win the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Like, the world imploding on itself. Yeah. But, like, it's the year to do it. Why not? Well, the Flyers are at least already in. and they Yeah, have exactly. exactly. Well, technically the Pirates are, too, because they haven't played any games. But the Flyers at least have a bye out of the first well, round, which yeah. doesn't lend themselves... Do we want to go there? Do you have any more baseball stuff? I mean, I was just going to say what the odds were. I mean, that was it. No, That's you want to, we, you want, do you want to do odd stuff? I'll just – I'll quickly say my flyer show and we can talk about it. It lends Please. them into uh, – you know, they might have shot themselves in the foot of not being able to get – be in a position to get the first overall pick. But we'll get to that in a second. Well, uh, give yeah. me some odds. I'm going to pull up my odds on my uh, my site. I mean, you got the Yankees and the Dodgers that are the, the, the shoe-ins at this point to win. Your Philadelphia Phillies are plus thirty five hundred. It's good. It's pretty good. Um, I also they're probably taking bets now on who's going to win the ML ML or MVP. 
I would I put down on some Bricey boy. Um, that wouldn't be a bad bet. That's not terrible. Yeah, mm. that I like that better than betting on the Phillies. Mm. The Astros are a thousand or plus a thousand. Interesting. We, we don't know if that's with or without a garbage can. Interesting. I mean, there's still that's the thing is like you want to say all the stuff about like the Astro and this also goes back to the COVID the COVID rules uh-huh. of like getting hit, celebrating, all this sort of stuff. Of Here's like, some fun. It's a sixty game season. If you're gonna like give up base runners to a team that objectively like you can say what you will about how Jose Altuve and Alex Bregman's stats went up because yep. of what the Astros did. They're also pretty quick dudes. So if somebody puts a ball in play, like yeah. you're I mean, some... with sixty games, like you can't really fuck around with the, like with just giving up base runners. Here's some special bets. Will any player be fined for spitting? Oh yeah, that's a, that's a bet too. Yeah, good. Uh, yes, is negative four hundred. Um, will any team have to drop out of the season? If you bet yes, you're at plus one seventy. Like the full team dropping out. Because mm-hmm. I mean, that's happened. To. That's happened in soccer, in on, in American soccer, and like, in I think yeah. ML, I'm not sure if MLS had a team drop out, but the women's soccer league did. And then, like, I'm going to say another one is, uh, all right, how many home runs? What will the home run leader have this I year? I, saw, I think I saw, like, 22 is the magic number. I saw nine, this, this site is showing me 19 and a half. Okay. Maybe 22 would have been, like, on record pace, like, to break, to break Barry Bonds. Yeah, but still, I mean, that's that's kind of quite interesting. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find some over-unders. But, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's... It's very interesting to see how this is going to play out. We've seen Korean baseball. We've watched. I've watched that a couple times. Not too too bad. The KBO. Aaron all tearing it up. Yeah, oh yeah, he is finally, finally found a league. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's what I got baseball wise. Yeah, I uh, I'm not going to find it, so we can might as well just jump on. So since the last time we had you on the the NHL has a return to play protocol in, yes. in place and it is they have not officially announced anything although we had some Bob McKenzie bombs drop yeah. today which we'll cover in a second but i referenced this before when they announced i think i said it on this podcast but i've definitely said it to people offline when they announced the return to play i said to a number of people that they would reserve one of the top three spots for the placeholder team, a team that uh-huh. lost in the first round. Oh well, they did. Not only did they do that, I thought they were going to give the third play, the third pick. The number one pick is going to a loser of the first round. So, Team E, which I believe would be uh, actually, we'll find that out in a second. But team, but any team that loses has a one in eight shot of getting the first overall pick, which means like Jared's it. Penguins, the Edmonton Oilers, who we talked about, got screwed out of the first round by to get into the All right. on You've points percentage. The power rankings to and to land Alexis Lafreniere. Well, that's just um, the, that's just who the best teams are. The thing oh well, uh, we're we're, we're just going to say it anyway. You've yeah. named two of them. Yeah. Number one is mine, Pittsburgh Penguins. I could. Oh. Mm. Uh, it could be, it could, and he played for, he's playing for a moose key. It could be nice. So you want them to lose to the Canadians. I would not be opposed if we could get our <laughs> next captain. Um, and uh, then, I mean, it, that is, I, in typical NHL fashion, it happens. 
Yeah, well, so what's kind of funny about it, and I've looked at the numbers and everything, it's weird because obviously there's so many different anti-tanking th- tanking things in place for how they want things to go. The Red Wings, who are having a historically terrible season, had a greater than 50% chance to get the fourth pick. They were yep. dead last, way further behind than Ottawa. Yep. And Ottawa also, they actually got their second most likely spot, getting the fifth overall pick. Um, San Jose was like their third, or no, actually way lower than that. It was their least likely opportunity getting the third pick. Team E, 2.5%, which would have been their uh, second to lowest or third lowest. But it's just nuts to me that they didn't want to try to give the uh-uh. seven teams that were already declared out any sort of yeah. no. any sort of advantage on it. Yeah. I get you want to get like you want it to to simulate it as it is normal. Although you're going to count these for playoff percentages and everything, like they're going to count the Penguins Canadian series as a series, Oilers yeah. Blackhawks as a series. Like if you know. If the Oilers lose in the first round, they were the five seed, should have been yep. the four seed. Um, again, because of points percentage, that's why they got boned. You know, maybe they end up with the first overall pick, and, th- and that's all good and dandy. I, you know, but it's weird that you're giving them that opportunity to yep. be be in the playoffs officially, but then give them. Uh, and I, I feel like I wouldn't be saying this if it was the third overall pick that they had. It's just yeah. the fact that they can get number one. Any of these teams can, which is insane. And you you try to give the dig at the Flyers. I mean, it's the same thing as when you got Crosby, though. There's yeah, a I, weird I, I dra- there's the weird lottery, and you win that. It's like the Oilers getting a billion first round first overall picks. Where's the frozen envelope? The, 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 David it's, Stern's it's... alive and well, and he's in Gary Bettman's body. Oh no. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah, it's just so apropos that um, that's that's that you know it's just so so NHL and I mean it's yeah we haven't talked about this since it came back I've said from the beginning I'm kind of worried about the Penguins playing the Canadians. Carey Price gets oh, yeah, hot. That's that's that that's that are the Rangers. Those are the yes. two that I'm yes. that are the two that I think have the yes. best odds to win. Uh, now I will have to say as a hot take though. My opinion, uh, Adidas, you can kiss my ass. Are they still making the jerseys right now? Is it Adidas? Yeah, or it's, in... still, it's just started to be Adidas. Okay, well, yeah. kiss my ass, Adidas, and NHL. The Coyotes already did it going with Kachinas. Carolina can do it with the Whalers jerseys. Every team bring back an old jersey and wear it for the playoffs this year. That would be a make pretty cool idea. Special. Yeah, make I like it cool. that. And then it's just, you know what, fans? We're doing something extra for you because we know that you love it. No, I like that idea. Yeah, you could definitely – there's teams that could certainly do that. Um, like the Rangers bringing back the Lady Liberty jerseys. Yep. Um, by the way, Team E, I just looked it up. Guess who it would have been? Oh, out of that? I, I'm going to say the Coyotes. Close. They're, they would have been Team F. Okay. Would have been the Wild. Ooh. Yeah. Billy so, Garen would enjoy that as GM. Yeah, that would be uh that would have been pretty pretty wild to see. How you doing? Hey. Hey. Um no, I, but yeah, like the, but you're absolutely right that that'd be a really cool idea. And there's no like there again, there's no rules right now. You can come up with whatever the fuck you want to. Like if the Flyers decided to bring back their black jerseys that had the a 
verbal verbal meme the slash that went right under the neck so that yeah. all the if you imagine the Flyers' current jersey with the white slash down the arm, it's just white across the shoulders and it's black and it's an awesome jersey. It is. And they bastardized with the Reebok Edge jerseys or the Quakers jerseys. Yeah, those things are fine. Um, yeah, I, I I like that older look. I yeah. mean, like just just the one, something the, different. The fake ones, the fake ones that yeah. everyone thought was going to be the Winter Classic one. Those, those are been. fine. Should um, those things are fine. Uh, I I am partial to the black just because that's why you know they those came out when I was yeah. like six. Not the chrome, not the chrome one though. Not the chrome. No, key. fuck that shirt. That the three D logo. Fuck that. So thing. That, that thing so sucks. That. Um, so. that was in high school. That or oh, before God. it was middle school. Oh, um, yeah, that thing sucks. But yeah, I I mean, yeah, it's it's gonna be it'll be wild to see of who of what who yeah. ends up getting this. Like if the, imagine if the Rangers lose and get it, they're already yeah. set for the future. Yes. And I've said this for a while with Kako, with Sabanajad, with Panarin on a monster deal. Um, talk about Bobby Bonilla Day, fucking Breadman hey, Day. We, we he, didn't talk about that, man. Well, it's really Ken Griffey Jr. Day. He's until the end of the decade, or I think it, halfway through this decade, it's yeah. Ken Griffey Jr. Day. Um, he's getting he's getting paid triple Bobby Bonilla is getting. But Bobby um, Bonilla was the first, though. And I guess technically, but defer. Te- te- the Bobby hot take. We're ten years into Bobby Bonilla Day. We don't need to call it Bobby Bonilla Day anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Just I mean, as much as, as much as I love to shit on the Mets, we don't need. Can to we shit call on it Ponzi? Day. We could call it Ponzi Scheme Day. Then I like that better, Ponzi Scheme okay. Day, because that's right. that's the real reason. That's that that's why it's fun. Um, no, but I mean, like, money laundering. There's there's plenty. Uh, that's a little different. Cooking the books a little different than, than the Ponzi. Oh well, yeah, um, Fugazi, Fugazi. It's it's fake. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be pretty insane, but we mentioned the Bob bombs. Yes. Bob McKenzie, for those that don't know, hockey insider from, from Canada has come out today and saying that most likely it's going to be Toronto and Edmonton as the two hub cities. The NHL has yet to announce it. He also mentioned that they are close to agreeing to a number of different deals, including the NHL players association including phase three and phase four and the return to play protocol, a CBA extension, transition rules, a couple things to finalize, and nothing is actually done until there's a tentative deal or, or until they ratify a tentative deal. Uh, and barring any last minute comp- uh, complications that we've seen with both Vancouver and now with Las Vegas, that the hub cities are both going to be in Canada announced on Canada day, Edmonton and Toronto Greg and I talked about this a little bit that we thought it made more sense to both be in the same country. Mm-hmm. I would have thought that maybe it would have been like Denver and Vegas, but obviously Vegas is kind of like a lot of different places in the United States has kind of coveted itself back up. Uh, so I right. think those make the most sense. Obviously, the the Pacific Northwest is still kind of a a wild zone. Um, so we'll make we'll give them a deal. Give us the Blue Jays, put them in Buffalo. We'll give you both hub cities. Everybody wins. That Toronto might, honestly, something. that might be what ends up happening is that the Blue Jays decide we're going to play in Buffalo or we talked about this before, but they'll play they'll play in America to, to not have to constantly cross the border. I think it makes sense. And I think you can in those cities. Canada has done a really good job with the mitigation thus far. Knock on wood, hard surfaces yes. with this to where we, we can't know our elbow from our asshole right, right now as citizens. Because you know what, we're in green. Go, go crazy, folks. Go crazy. Um, I, I think it makes sense to have it in Canada. 
It gets people away. Now, I know in some situations, people are like, well, can I bring my family? Can I do this? Can I do that? Now, that's that's very true. You know, these folks could be out for a while without seeing folks. I mean, hell, I spent 75 days at home before I went to see and come to my family the first time. And hell, as of Monday's 110 days, I'll be, you know. So, I mean, I got scratches on the wall. It looks like the Shawshank Redemption in my apartment. So did you I'm dig not... into your neighbor's apartment? Is that the... Are you calling I... your neighbors five miles of shit? I, I mean, I, we know each other's codes, so it's where we see each other <laughs> on the roof. So, I mean, it's fine. I mean, it's, I mean, gra- sure. Um, posters over the hole. Um, but, but it's... I really think that, that would, that'll be a great plan. I hope it comes to fruition. Um, let's do the jerseys, though. I think yeah, I like that. It's five football fields of shit, I it it's what what's that the quote is five 500 yards five football fields of shit is the quote. ah uh well but you know uh mm. you know there's there's that um okay. we did forget to talk about with baseball rob manfred coming out and saying oh yes so for those that didn't see this rob manfred came, was on the dan patrick show today wednesday when we're recording this and was talking a little bit with dan patrick about how he was happy that baseball's back and everything and they're talking about, you know, the start of the, the spring training part two and everything here. And if I can pull it back up, no, it just went right to NBA. But he basically said the 60 days was always what we thought. And he tried to say because of what COVID would let us do, we always thought a 60-game schedule was going to be the right thing. Now, we saw a lot of players say this when they kept rejecting every offer mm-hmm. that came in, that the – owners and by extension rob manfred could just wait it out they had the you know they had the capital to do that and wait it out until they got there originally 50 seemed like the number but 60 ended up being ends up being it and you know what i believe that that's what what he wanted and i think that's the that's the plan that they wanted to do i know there was a lot of different stuff that we heard about which makes me think like you had this number in mind and you were going to reject anything that came, that came across the board until you could finally say, this is what we want. But I don't know. I think that if it was, that if it was so like, I, I don't know. I don't know the best way to articulate. It. I just think you were saying no until you finally could just, he installed a season. Like so, he, he knew what he was doing. I, I think a couple things harkened to this uh, hindsight's twenty twenty. No, hindsight would never see what this fucking year is. Number two, um, if a frog had wings, he wouldn't bump his ass when he hopped. Absolutely a true point, Manfred. And also if the queen also if the queen had balls, she'd be king. So I mean, it, it's one of those where, yeah, you can go on there and say that, dude, but there's a lot of logistics here. And I don't want to go through a 68-page handbook on how to wear my uniform, where to spit, how to scratch my balls, how to put my jock strap on right, what sunglasses I can wear, how much of my flow I can have coming out of my hat. Like, it's a lot. And and one thing that keeps being forgotten is these players in any of these sports we're talking about are making a living. But a big thing is they're also making a living for other people and amusement for us schmucks who want to watch sports. And the thing is, they're still people. Oh, yeah. And, and and I think that's the biggest thing that a lot of people are missing. Well, they need to play. Yeah, we all need to play. We're, we're trying to get ready to play in our league, too. So, I mean, it's, it's all well and good that... A little different. Yeah, a little different. Beer, Wait, beer league yeah. softball versus... You're, uh, not, you're not getting paid? 
We're playing it once every seven days. They're playing 60 games in 63 days. Hey, we can do it. A little different of a rate. Let's do it. Do it live. Um, You know, it's, I think with Manfred, yep, you can say that all you want. I do agree to an extent that he wanted to just implement the season. But at the same time, I do think that there was a chance of one or two points to play 75 games, 60 games. Oh, yeah, there definitely was. And and I, just, and I, just, I think just, he's not lying. I'm surprised yeah. he, he admitted to it, that yeah. he always wanted this number. The oh. owners probably told him, this is the number that we can do. And maybe they really wanted 50, but he wanted 60. Yeah. And he said, like, I'm going to get completely roasted through this. I'm not going to serve. Like, my yeah. you know my approval level with the fans is just getting worse and worse. Uh, and blah, blah, blah. But you're absolutely right. Yeah. They could have easily done this where they were playing games today or they're they're kicking games off on Saturday on the 4th of July. And yep. they didn't. They dragged their feet at everything. I yep. mean, basketball and hockey had these rumors about how they were going to do their bubbles and all these different return-to-play things. Football just said, we're going to play and we may not have fans. And now at this point, they're just saying we're not having fans. College football is doing whatever the fuck they want because they don't have a commissioner. So the fact that baseball dragged their feet through this, I guess is the last question to you before we we really wrap up baseball is, I mean, who wins in this? Is there, and is it, is it undetermined because there's so much more fight to be had? I, I think for any of this, it's so undetermined. I mean, I think frankly with a lot of this, I think there's a lot more losers than winners. Oh yeah. No, absolutely. And, and, and I, I don't mean that to be glib. I really feel as if with everything going on and how it changes on a drop of a hat, um, you know, it, it's really one of those where you're, I, I believe in both play, any of the playoffs going on right now, you're going to have a wild card, no pun intended, oh, yeah. come through. And really there's that one team that's going to get hot because you can get streaky and you know, you're playing and all that. Do I think the Penguins could win a, another Stanley Cup? Absolutely, because the yeah. team's healthy. Do I feel as if they could also have a really great shot, odds depending on getting the number one overall pick? Absolutely. It's just, once a game, all these, you know, the cliche, it's all about it's game benches, it's, you know, shots on net, this, that, and the other. Who knows? We, none of us know. And we could wake up tomorrow and they're like, yeah, by the way, uh, we're not doing any of this. Sure. So I am very – I get you. so on your point, I am very – much hard stanced that basketball, hockey, I mean, whatever footballs yep. that we have to figure out what they're doing, yep. but golf, the FedEx or any of the majors, no asterisks on them. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't, I don't, I don't. Yeah. There no asterisks, be. no matter who wins. Is there an asterisk in 94 for major league or, uh, or what, what year was the shortened season? There's 95, 95. Is there any, any no. asterisk early on 95? There's not no. that the Blackhawks aren't in 2013. The nope. devils aren't in, in, there, there was a year in the year before that they had a lockout, or not a lockout, but a strike two weeks before the playoffs yep. even started. Um, and there was a year without a Santa Claus, and we had a children's movie about it. That's so true, come on. we do. But with baseball, with sixty games, yep. a qu- not a quarter, but somewhere between a third and a quarter of the season. What do you think with that? I still don't have an issue with it. I yeah. mean, I, I, I think it's this way: you're still gonna take any 60 game span in a season and you take a look at it, you know, and what could Close it be? A third. Huh. Yeah. You know, a third, it's any third of one season. Yeah. Somebody, 37%. Can get somebody can go, Oh, that's the numbers. Hmm. 
Yeah, I, I mean, that's the whole, that's like the fun fact everyone's throw out that the Nationals weren't in the playoff picture and all this sort of stuff. But The I Blues mean, were the worst team in the league at one point. It's true. It's very true. Um, and probably in the same number, you know, yeah. in, I don't know if it was halfway through, but you're right, on January 2nd, they weren't. They were dead last. Um, yeah, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't for baseball either. I don't think we should. I do think with the with anybody bats like four hundred or something like that, that you, there's definitely got to be something there. Not don't bastardize the person like like as you know like Roger Maris did or yeah. was with the with the sixty one. Yep. Um, yep. But like, but if you want to say like if somebody bats four ten because you know they only played sixty games, and which is still insane to think. My God, the people that are talking about like oh if someone bats four hundred or if somebody does this, like. When the fuck has somebody batted 400 through May in the last couple yeah. of years? Sorry for getting angry, everybody. I normally don't try to. Oh, but my like, God. Who the hell... Th- who's, like, thinking this is, like... I get everything out of this world has happened in 2020, but they that is the- so hard to do, to bat 400 for, like, for a week, even. That's the same guy or gal that's calling the police on their neighbor for not wearing a mask outside when they're in their own garden. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. You know, that, that's how I look at it. You just nitpick for shit. Like... Everybody, this is my PSA. I'm looking at you right in the camera, Jordy, because I can't look at anybody else. We only Probably wake up with it. Jared's enough, staring at you. Enough energy each day. Why waste your energy on stupid shit? Oh, yeah. Don't waste your energy on stupid shit. Just live. Yeah. Live. Well, that's the thing with the, with the asterisks is that we all love to say, and especially in basketball, you hear this of who's the GOAT, MJ LeBron. Oh, well, this happened to ha- had to happen, or this happened, and all this stuff. It doesn't matter. You're right. People want to nitpick to nitpick. That's where it all comes through. Um, all right. Where do we go next? So we, we talked about this. Cam Newtown. Oh, yeah. Signed a go. deal with the New England Patriots. What are, yeah. He's going there. Yep. I think he's going to start over Jared Stidham. Yep. I think Belichick is excited to have him. Oh, I absolutely do, too. Reclamation Project City, New England. Yeah, there, well, there's that. And I, I think that he... I think he's excited to have a new challenge. He has a different quarterback than he had with Tom Brady. He Correct. has a mobile. He is a mobile guy. And you're wait right. A minute, Tom, wait a minute. Tom Brady ran like a gazelle. What are you talking about? Or no, no. <laughs> hey, ran man. with Giselle. I'm sorry. Hey, the ball slipped through his fingers when they tried to do the uh, the, ha- the the pass to him. He couldn't catch it. Big Dick Nick did. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I, I think he's. Ex- I think you're right. And there's absolutely the the reclamation figuring out what he did, what he couldn't do, mm-hmm. not to not to put a put a wound on it, but he did with LeGarrette Blunt when he left the Steelers, went to went to New England, and then he, you know, did it with the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm pretty excited to see what it is. I'm surprised it took as long as it did because it almost seemed with how many different deals happened in the NFL so quickly when free agency happened. And I get it. The coronavirus was affecting a lot of different things. They still yep. did the draft two months ago, yep. uh, almost three months ago at this point. Holy shit! My um, God, yeah, I've I just realized that it was in April and it's July. This now. place looks more comfortable than Goodell's basement. There's Elmo that Jeff drew on the back wall. Oh, it look looks at that! More, it looks more like hey, a, Elmo. It's, I mean, like this Do you looks more the Elmo? comfy. What's that? Do you tickle the Elmo? Easy, buddy. This is a family show. <laughs> I was just I was just yelling fuck for five minutes. This, well, I, well I mean that's 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 all right. We can uh, that's wow. That, yes. Um, so I mean it's I the 
Hall of Fame game, if I'm correct, is already postponed. Correct? It's canceled. canceled. It's completely canceled. Well, you can't see the Cowboys and the Steelers once again. Yeah, because that's going to be a real game. Uh, the breaking news today, though, two only two preseason games. Yeah, which is fine. The preseason yeah, sucks. That's anyway. what needed to happen anyway. Yeah, the preseason sucks. So I, I think that I think that's smart. At the end of the day, I think the NFL is being a little cavalier with their "we're going to do this, we're going to do that." Are you sure? You wouldn't even let Prez pay a lot of money, go to charity to watch a game with Uncle Roger. For those that don't know, he's talking about Dave Portnoy of Barstool, who yes. uh, who won the won the deal, and then the NFL reneged on the deal, which is insane yeah. to begin with that got to that point. Yeah, um, but still. Um, but I mean, it's I, I don't know. I just I think they're being, a, in my opinion, a little too cavalier with everything. Yeah, I agree with you. The fact that they've been hard stance that they fully expect to play and, and yada, yada, yada with what they want to do. And we, we mentioned it briefly, but, you know, the teams have started to reach out to their season ticket holders and saying, we don't think we're going to have fans in the state in in the uh, in the stands and figure in trying to figure all that sort of stuff out to give people an expectation, what they can expect, how they're deferring payments, blah, 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 all this jargon that they're throwing out there. You're right. It's very cavalier of them to to just expect it because football. I would say even more so than than hockey and basketball. And basketball, there's no there isn't even padding that's protecting you between between you know somebody you're trying to rebound. Yep. It's just so much more. You literally, it's called a huddle that you get into, uh, which is the anti-social distance. And uh, yeah, I mean. You, you almost have to tell teams to exclusively run the ball out of the shotgun instead of under center. And those right. that have ever played center before understand why I'm saying that. Um, Gooch. Uh, yeah, basically yeah, sticking, you're sticking your hands into a guy's ass to uh, get the ball hiked to you. So you have to have a doctor and you have to be a proctologist. Basically. Right. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what under center basically is. But I mean, there's also handing the ball off yep. to be a little less gross. In that sense, throw. I mean, throwing, catching the ball. Hand, I mean, hand fighting. I mean, just the way that line, the, how linemen work in like ripping, tearing, swim moves, all this different stuff, spins, blah 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 blah. Like that is the anti-social distance, and it's like, and again, like basketball, like there's no padding, there's no shoulder pads, there's no, there's no thigh pads or anything like that. That's Nothing. like that's stopping it. So like, there's going to be that too in basketball, and they're expecting to play and start. In less in four weeks, so we'll see I, what they end up doing and how that all works and and how well the the isolation works. But that being said, and we we talk, we didn't really talk about this, but baseball is expecting to have taxi squads at their minor league facilities. Yep. Football, they have practice squads, but it's not the same as a minor league system yeah, where you have guys ready to go. Quality. Yeah, no. If you have a of a if you have a lineman that gets that gets covid and they have to go odds are a odds are more people have it so we won't go down the really negative nope. path nope. but just in thinking just saying that only the only the left we won't say left tackle we won't say the blind side but only the left guard gets it nope. that you have to now go get a guy and you might have you know you might have a couple guards guard centers on on your you know on your roster even if you make it a full, even make it like a, a college-sized roster, seventy-five yeah. guys, ninety guys at home, all this different shit. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. You just there's going to be a quick the depth issue is going to quickly 
draw upon itself if there are injuries, which there always are in football, yep. more so than probably any sport, mm-hmm. including baseball playing fucking 60 games in 63 days. I can guarantee you there's more injuries and in fo- more percentage injuries in football still. Yeah. It's just going to be wild to see how that all works. I think yeah. wild Ooh. is the word of the night folks, by the way, I've used that. Like it was. 15, I've used wild like 15 times already. That is true. In sometimes in its proper tense, proper yes. form. And sometimes yes. at is in his, in its uh, adjective form. Yes. So very good. Good, good, good by you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't even like, wage an opinion on it because it's it's just it's with all these sports it's like you're in such close contact you're you're sweating up on each other and then if it's if it's in the air and they really can't tell how it's coming through perspiration so you're wearing a mask but then you sweat on me and and i don't know i think we're really missing we buried the lead on this one Mm -hmm. jay cutler's had chicken stolen and killed so Jay Cutler, this is must see TV. For those that haven't seen it, the easiest way to do this, and we don't like we Jared and I sometimes plug other podcasts. Listen to his interview on Pardon My Take from last week, and he explains it all. Yep, and it's pretty great there. Mm-hmm. But he, yeah, he's having chickens. He thought it was his, his chickens are dying, and he thought his cat was doing it. Thought the cat was killing the chickens. He thinks maybe it's a raccoon, maybe it's a fox, and he's just he set himself up in trees to try to shoot the thing. It's incredible to see what this guy is doing. Um, and I said very cavalier before. I almost said very cavalier, but RIP yeah. to that relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that shit is wild. If you yep. have not listened to that interview, if you never listened to Part of My Take, just go listen to that episode. Don't mind their. I don't want to. I don't want to talk ill on other people no, on no. your podcast, but you'll, there's someone who will annoy you. Hmm. You'll hmm. get it. Their intern, one of their interns. Um, no, they're not. They're never going to listen to this, so they won't get that. Um, and if they do, hi, I'm Jared Barnes, and I'm. Yeah, hey, you, you. Hello, hello. Pardon my take, people, but uh, they're not listening. One of us was in the Wall Street Journal, friends. Guess who that was? You can was find you. the article. No, you can't find it. Thanks oh, to it you. Great. Thanks to you, and I still owe you the copy. That's ah, fine. But I mean, shit. I mean, when we have quarterbacks losing chickens, I mean, what? Well, he's not in the league anymore. Well, he was. Even even when he was in the league, was he in the league? Do I know what the funny? Oh, he what? Oh, Jay Cutler both on the Bears, and then when he was on the Dolphins, oh Jay Cutler God. on the Dolphins was great. How about um, Jay Cutler in the booth? We never got it. He went to the Dolphins instead. Exactly. Um, fun fact though about the cat. Do you know who offered to adopt the cat? If Jay was actually gonna, if Jay was, was it gonna, Kristen? Actually, no, not Kristen. He lives in Nashville. Who else lives in Nashville? Famous people. One is oh. husband is an athlete. Others is Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood and Mike Fisher were going to adopt the cat, <laughs> and he just he casually goes, "Oh yeah, Carrie and Mike were going to adopt it." <laughs> it's just like eh, just the, throwing it out there. Like what three different circles to just overlap? Well, obviously oh, two of them they're married, shit. but country singers, football players, and hockey players crossing over. Wow. Um, speaking of, whenever this all ends, go to a Predators home game. Yes, and I'll and you'll thank me later. I would love um, to. They are incredible. Uh, anything else, though, in the NFL we need to talk I don't about? Think so. I don't think so. Yeah. I, I feel like we're really what we should do at the end of it is get the old, like, um, we could either play it in Tecmo Bowl or the old magnetic guys that vibrate across. Sure. That's how they should play the season. Yeah, again, I think once we see basketball and hockey come back and see yep. how they literally combat 
this yep. and what ends up happening, uh, I think we'll have a better idea of it. I think isolating and how all that works will happen. I mean, mm-hmm. soccer's been. I mean, soccer's been back, and and granted, again, it's a lot better in Europe than it is here. But yep. even with like the the tournaments that are happening, the MLS one hasn't started yet, but the women's one there's not there hasn't been anything from the first week i think maybe there's a few cases but i think that's from outside stuff not from play so we'll see we'll see what happens and then maybe we'll get a better barometer of football mm-hmm. maybe that was their plan all along was yep. they figured that they could just steal or share the playbook with uh with those other leagues who knows um but we mentioned a little bit of golf golf's been back for a few weeks talk to me so for those that don't know golf's been back for a few weeks it was in it was in dallas three weeks ago the colonial then it was in south carolina on hilton head island last week it was in connecticut this week this week we moved to detroit and this is the first tournament that the uh the field is not as packed mm-hmm. if you will if if you will with a, a number of different top name players Jared's boy, Bryson DeChambeau, is continuing to play. And, Jared, he is now getting to the territory that you were worried about with him, where he's pounding six or seven protein shakes a day. But it's working for him. He hits the ball. Jared, you watch it at all last week? I No, I didn't. He bombed a, he bombed a drive 400 yards. Ooh. Yeah. Jared, Bryson those... on newfound distance. Sorry, Mr. Ross. Don't you dare. Yeah. For those that don't, that none of you know this, Jared, Jared, Jared myself, and uh, a certain co-founder of this website. Who? Yeah, he, uh, he. I tried to get him to come on this, and he's going to, he's going to Georgia tomorrow, so he didn't want to hop on. Uh, you're not supposed to travel, Matt to Stefano. Oh, you just said his name. Um, but okay. we all got into a into a debate, me and him, over who said what part of the quote. Yeah, and I was just like, Bryson's look a little thick with two C's. Well, he, for those that don't know, Bryson DeChambeau did nothing but wait, lift weights, lift, wow. Weight, wow. Lift, lift weights and chew bubblegum, yes. and he's all out of bubblegum. Oh, my God. And is now, he's played in all three events. He's actually done very well in yes. all three of them. Uh, and he's playing this week again in the Rocket Mortgage Classic. He but, is on the Ed Ogeron diet. Ed Ogeron is peak fitness. Yes. And I will die on that corner. Have you yes. seen Coach O run through Baton Rouge? Have you seen those that, videos? That video is great. Oh, it's fantastic. Coach O, do not know the gumbo. Do not remember the gumbo. Oh, it's great. Go Tiger. Oh, go Tiger. But yeah, oh, he said he apologized to, to Donald Ross, the designer That's what of, I was the saying cor- before, of the yeah. cor- of the course designer of this week, who's long dead. Um, you, know, you know what other course he designed? Golf Mills. Shout out. Uh, the club I belong to fun place not a big deal but um yeah it should be a big week harold Vonner the third who's had a couple good weeks in him uh specifically he was a co-leader on in the colonial at the start of this uh resumed season he he's in the he's in the field victor hovland who's had uh, quietly has had a great year all around uh he's he's there as well ricky fowler uh mr rocket mortgage himself in this event uh it's if you're someone that that only watches for Tiger, who has not played yet, or for if you're a Jordan Spieth fan or a Rory fan or DJ, shout out to DJ winning his 21st event at the Travelers last week. Um, 
you know, there, there's still something for you here. You'll be entertained. Throw it on tomorrow. Throw it on Friday. Uh, you'll be, you know, there, it'll be fun to watch. Uh, it's a good field. It's a good track. Um, Donnie Trosper from uh, Michigan State's in the field. He's the easy amateur. Yeah, uh, yeah, that, that, that's actually a really good point, though. That there are a lot of different. There's amateurs in this. There, the alternates do well. Doc Redman, who won last year, he was an alternate. Um, so. It's kind of a wide open event, and I know that you know people joke around that it's you know the junior field and all this because there aren't the big names, but it's definitely oh, something to, v- to keep an eye out on. Vijay Singh is not a big big name. Who? Vijay Singh. I mean, he he has been on I the mean, Champions Tour for I don't know he he's been on the tour for at least Champions Tour for at least five years, but yeah. maybe longer than that. He's he was up there when he and Tiger had their battles. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So. I mean, it, it, it'll be a fun fun event to, to watch. Um, but, yeah, that's, uh, you know, there isn't a ton else from the golf world. We mentioned the COVID stuff and kind of used that to compare it. So that's really the, the other huge news. Um, the Corn Ferry Tour, which is the formerly Web.com Tour, formerly oh, Nike Tour. Oh, thank you. I had no clue what that was. Yeah, that, um, I think the, the one hole at this course they're playing this week features a par six um, or it's just a very long par five. There's something like that. I've re- read something about it. So I'm kind of fucking that up. Par six. Yeah. Really either that or really long par five. Um, wow. But yeah. Let's move on. Cause you have some NASCAR updates for us. Wow. Yeah. We, we've been How has NASCAR been since, since literally the last time you were on when NASCAR came back, I watched a little bit of it. I obviously kept up with the Bubba Wallace stuff. Um, so what's we been going on? We went from March 8th through May 17th without a race. And um, we had talked about a while back how we were going to go to the car to tomorrow in 2021. That has been postponed to 2022. Um, we had a lot of iRacing, kind of like the setup here in the in the formal command center, and which was actually interesting to watch. You had Dale Earnhardt Jr. come out of retirement to race in it. Jeff Gordon did it. Um, you had some facts. They brought back an old track, North Wilkesboro, that hadn't been used in years. And Dale Earnhardt Jr. essentially bought the track and had them come in and scan it. So it was perfect. It was cool. Um, and then they came back with Darlington and Kevin Harvick won the first race. And he's like, this is weird. It's like Ricky Bobby. Like, I don't know what to do with my hands in an interview. He had no clue what to do because there was no fans there. And we've had the interesting playouts of racing on Sunday and then racing on Wednesday. So it's, it's been interesting to see. Um, the one I can say as well is, uh, to Jordy's point, if, if folks haven't seen it, Bubba Wallace, he's the only African-American race car driver in NASCAR's top series. He race, races for Richard Fetty Motorsports. Um, the King is the greatest NASCAR driver, arguably of all time, because of 200 wins, seven championships, tied with Dale Earnhardt and Jimmy Johnson, Dale Earnhardt Sr. And... Unfortunately, they had a rain out on Sunday. Now, Bubba Wallace also came in and asked that the Confederate flag be um, taken away from the sport of NASCAR in regards to in the stands, people wearing it, and also in the infield in this time of social injustice in our country. And and that's a big step, especially when the, the race on you know Sunday, June 14th was the Dixie Vodka 400 down in Homestead, Miami. And, it, and that had nothing to do other than the land of the South being called Dixie. So he did that. The race was rained out. And then we come to find out that there was a garage pool that was tied into the shape of a noose 
um, in his garage area. Now, it is good to see that it has come back that that garage pool had been there from the year before. However, the way it was shaped, I have never seen one in a garage area fashion of that. And he just happened to be in that garage stall during the weekend. It was just an unfortunate series of events. Won't go into the backstory a lot on it because it just takes too much time up. Sure. However, they did they did their research on it before they brought it to the NASCAR and then also to the FBI. Uh, Bubba said, like Steve Phillips, who's the president of NASCAR, came to his motorhome and they talked outside and he was crying. He was that upset that this had happened to him before they knew everything. Steve but Phillips still, was or Bubba Wallace was? Steve Phillips was. And Bubba was very emotional because yeah. that Monday of that race – all of NASCAR. I hearken it oh, back. Yeah. This is a cool hearken is Harkin has been my word of the night. Um, to when Dale Earnhardt won the Daytona 500 in 1998 on his 20th try, and every man on every crew, to quote Mike Joy, shook his hand or gave him a high five to see he was driving past. Every driver pushed Bubba Wallace to the entrance or the exit of pit lane. Richard Petty was there, who hasn't been at the track in months because of his age as well as every crew walked down pit lane with him and Bubba got out of the car. He was very emotional. Mm -hmm. He got up, he took a photo. NASCAR was behind him. So I would say in all these times, this will be the only thing we talk about tonight with, with the social unrest and injustices that are going on tonight to have a full sport put behind someone. That was, it was such a powerful thing to see. And then his best friend wins the race. And then he goes up to the stands and there's Wasn't he leading there. with like five laps to go? He, he was close too. Yeah. Um, it was a wild event. Uh, Eric Amarola, who finished third, spun across the finish line backwards because there was another Full big Ricky wreck. Bobby. Essentially, not, not like when Carl Edwards actually pulled the Ricky Bobby when he ran across the finish line years ago when his car flipped upside down and couldn't make it to the start finish line. So that was there, – there's been a lot going on in the sport of NASCAR. Um, this past weekend, there was a first, uh, from the outset, we talked about Pocono having the double header on Saturday and yes. Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They actually raced it on the appropriate date for that. However, there was a rain out of the truck series race. So for the first time in NASCAR history, this past weekend, the truck series ran at nine o'clock in the morning. The Bush series ran in the, or Xfinity series ran in the mid morning to into afternoon. And then the cup series ran in the afternoon into the evening so you had all three major portions of nascar running at the same track on the same day so there's cool. been a lot of history for the sport going on cool. the wednesday events were the first time since 1972 they've had wednesday events so it, it's been pretty cool to see what they have coming up this weekend normally would be the coke's coke zero or coke whatever pepsi used to be pepsi 400 down at daytona but it, that's no longer the race uh they're actually going to be at the brickyard this weekend Oh wow! The big machine hand sanitizer four hundred. Is that is it normally earlier or later in the year? Uh it's. I'm trying to think when I used. To, I think it's later in July. Okay. Yeah, I, re I remember it's in like the middle of the summer because that's like what kicks off road course season, right? Almost close to it. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, I remember seeing it you, on Sports Center, kind of in the dead of yeah. summer. And then you also look at too with Indy, the Indy five hundred didn't race this year. They pushed it to September, and the GM or whatever of Indy said, I will not run it without fans in the stands. Well, NASCAR has been slowly building up to having 5,000 fans, and in a 100,000-seat facility, you can do that. Sure. 
Um, the biggest thing on Wednesday, July 15th is the all-star race. And that's different having it on a Wednesday. Usually the all-star race is at Charlotte. It comes the weekend before the Coke 600. Well, this year. Oh, we, wow. I didn't realize that it was back to back. It was always the Saturday before the Coke 600. This year, they've moved it to Bristol, which, to give you a visual, is the last greatest coliseum. The track's about a quarter of a mile long, roughly. And it's like, uh, to quote several drivers, it's like like driving fighter jets in a gymnasium. That's what it feels like. It's 36 degrees of banking. Yeah, I've been there before. Greatest experience of my life going to Bristol. It's a, such a cool track to go to to see the races. Cool. And they're, they're having a different format. So there's going to be four stages of 55, 35, 35, and 15 laps. That's going to be for the all-star race. The open format, so they have where every driver in NASCAR is eligible of racing in the open. The winner of the open goes into the all-star race. All-star race is usually a driver that has won during the past year. So you could have years where you have 18 to 20 different drivers and some years where you have 11. Sure. It just depends how they do it. And then there's also a fan vote. So a couple of years ago, Danica Patrick was the fan vote winner. Um, you've had people win their first race in NASCAR in the open. Michael Waltrip won his first race ever when he was racing for the Wood Brothers in, I think, 96. You know, I mean, it's cool. And, and I like to see what's going on. It's been nice to watch NASCAR and how they've done it differently. They've had so many weather delays during these events it's been crazy lightning Whoa. delays because they can't race in the lightning um what they're doing with crews and showing uh, the social distancing everybody wearing a mask the drivers in the cars even the nfl has come to see what their policies and protocols are so nascar has been one it was the first major sport to come back and really showing the landscape on what you can do with bringing fans in social distancing talking about social issues like for the good old boys from the south nascar's done a lot in this that i was very very surprised on yeah so i guess i guess that's your nascar update yeah no that's a really good point i mean obviously the bubble wall stuff brought it all to the forefront but yep. it definitely it was i mean we talked about this i looked it up it was may 13th that you me and bill hopped on and, and did oh that. So yeah it's been, okay so it was right before they came back and it was I mean, right when, you know, golf is, you know, is a pipe dream to come back. Golf's been yep. back. This is the fourth week it's been back. I don't even think the tie, I don't even think any of those matches had happened yet in golf. Um, so that was a pipe dream. We didn't have anything with the NBA or the NHL. Baseball, I think, hadn't even started discussions yet. So it was definitely something that, that is huge that they came back and they've done it successfully. And what they've been able to to do with it and when i was saying the nfl taking you know stealing the playbook not to go full patriots on it but um you know i mean nascar certainly i think tested out a lot of things i think golf has done a lot of things that the that team sports and and i think you would you'd be one to make the argument of, of nascar teams as a team sport um differently but yes yeah but, but and how they can they can try to do these I mean I guess another question I would have for you would be have there been any differences in presentation like with golf for instance we've had some people that have been on the course we've had some people been on site and then some people that have been 
at the Golf Channel site in Florida, or they've been at their homes to, to be yes. an, an analyst. So how has that all worked? And like, is there anything that other sports can take from different so, angles or different way, pre- presentation ways? Great point. One last thing. It used to be this way. If you ever want an all-star race, you could race in all-star races for the rest of your life. Oh, wow. Cool. They took that away. So now it, now you have to be a driver who won a points, points event in either 2019 or 2020, um, who have won. An, or, well, here it is. Also, it's still part of it. If you've won an NASCAR all-star race and you compete full-time, so they switched it to compete full-time, or a driver who has won a NASCAR Cup Series championship and competes full-time. So Matt Kenseth, when he came back to the sport after Kyle Larson's unfortunate incident during this through iRacing saying a racial slur, Kenseth came back in and now races for Chip Ganassi full-time. So he's eligible. it's, It's quirky. So NASCAR has like the Fox studios, you've seen Jeff Gordon and Mike Joy there, or when they were doing the iRacing, they brought in Clint Boyer, who after he is done being a full-time driver, will be a full-time analyst because he's just that damn good. Um, I think interviewing the drivers on track, like kind of going back to what we do with baseball and football already after a win, um, they have really mitigated. Everybody gets tested as they go into the racetrack. Yeah. If you can't do it, you can't go out. You're only allowed so many crew members, the drivers. And, and really how this started too was, and a lot of people didn't know, it was within a one day's drive to and from the track were the first tracks that they started to go to. A lot of people live in Charlotte, which is the hub for NASCAR or Mooresville, North Carolina, that whole area. So they could drive to Darlington for their first race back because it's not a long trip. And then they can drive right back. Or So that's how they kind of started it. So you really can't do that. So that's where the hubs for each team have kind of started now for the other sports. Um, I think the testing and how they've done all the different things with, I mean, just there's been a lot of differences. And I think NASCAR was able to finally test some stuff they were leery in doing. So, you know, asking fans to hashtag you watching the race and it was a hundred thousand cameras. And then they clipped pieces as the race went on of people's social media posts together, which was cool. Or people for um, Kevin Harvick, you or my faces could have been on his car if we tweeted it and they picked us. You know, just just little things. And then I, what I really thought was cool when they talked about, you know, all our first responders, we thank you for everything here from the, the podcast to you. They actually took first responders' names and they put them over the driver's doors. Nice. Like, like how the caddies had it in golf. Exactly. They, NASCAR did that the first race back. Um, you know, I, I, th- I think they've done a great job with it. I think NASCAR still has a lot to learn and figure out because of how it is it's no longer when winston cup was sponsoring it and it was win on sunday buy on monday with the different manufacturers i think with the ability with the car tomorrow all the cars being the same and you could have a honda you could have a jaguar again you could have an audi like yeah that's that's the thing i don't i don't think we remember talking about this but there i think i I don't remember talking about this i please i think honda i think honda could be the next um, car manufacturer into NASCAR. Wow. Because Honda, most Hondas are made in the United States. They manufacture the most cars in the U S I know the one Honda deal or one Honda, the one that makes the cruise is, yep. uh, right along the Ohio turnpike. That's the only, the only thing Correct. I know about, about Honda. Correct. Um, Chevy cruise. Oh no, no, it's the Chevy. Chevy, Chevy yeah. cruise. There's a um, but Honda. I know is big in Ohio. Yep. But, but I really think, that you're going to have that come about. So I think 
if NASCAR can take that fan base and expand it more, there could be a possibility of them getting a premier sponsor again, because they all have primary sponsor or premier sponsors. They don't have a primary sponsor. Um, so like, like kind of like how the masters only has the three sponsors, like that kind of a well, deal. You have to remember for all those years, it was the Winston cup series, Winston cigarettes. Yeah. Then you had, it went to the, uh, the next or the sprint cup. Then neck or it was next tell then it became sprint. Next Yep. And then, um, who was after sprint sprint. And then it was monster. And then monster was a few years in the monster, uh, energy series. And now it's just that, I mean, Xfinity, you know, Comcast is the main sponsor of the Xfinity series, which is Bush. I call it Bush cause it was sponsored by Bush beer forever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, it, and then the Gander truck series, Gander, um, I don't know, the, uh, camping world truck series. It used to be the Gander mountain truck series. So, you know, they're really trying and, and I, this, cause we've really gone long on NASCAR tonight. They're really trying to make NASCAR affordable for teams because they've gone from 43 cars in a field to 40 cars at the premier series. I think it's down to 36 or so in the Bush series. So like they're trying to make it with this car tomorrow, more affordable with everything. So that's your, that's your NASCAR. No, I loved it. No, no, no. And I, no, and I'm glad like we got an extended one cause we got to learn more about it. And I think it's important. Like this is, so I, we joked of, soccer degeneracy of me getting into soccer after having Ryan white on to explain the EPL to me and me ask a bunch of questions of, but like of, you know, how I've gambled on soccer and lost money on it subsequently. But I think it's important in this, in this time to try to try new things, try new things and to, to learn more about it. Because I think learning from how different sports have, figured out how to be successful and i think successful i'm using that very loosely here because you know we're getting these things across and granted there aren't fans there and it's it's different there's a different way of presentation and and all this sort of stuff um and obviously there's a lot of other shit happening like you mentioned with social justice issues um that are really coming to the forefront but i think it's important to learn from that so i think the fact that we got a little bit more under the hood, if you will. Oh, I either. Yeah, yeah. This guy was paying attention. Um, so with with what's happening, I think that's I think that's important to to know more about it because this is something that obviously you're very passionate about, and I always ask you, and I you know like to watch race, races when they're on with you, and you know we've done we didn't do it this year because I was away, but yep. we've done Daytona together, uh, watched it together. We haven't gone, which should be a plan at some point that or indie or something. Yep. Um, but you know, it, it's, it, it's important to know more and, and learn about it because yeah. I think if we've really learned a lot from quarantine of learning more and, and being informed, I think it's just very important. And granted, we're talking about sports, which in the grand scheme of all of this is you know much lower on the, on the totem pole, but still with, we want, we started this off with baseball being back, but us being cautiously optimistic about it. And there are people that we know that think that they're just still not going to finish the season. Yeah. We should learn what these these different sports are doing, and you know I think it's important on that way. Um, but well, here you go. Here's some. Here's one. We'll do. We'll do this. Yeah. Today's events in sports history. Okay. In 1859, the first intercollegiate baseball game was between Amherst and Williams in Pittsfield, Massachusetts. 
What was the final score, Jordy? 3-2. Amherst. Amherst won 66-32. Go Amherst. Uh, the inaugural Tour de France, 1903. Tour de France? Uh, let's see what else here. What else? Uh, Amherst College, shout out. My grandfather went there. There you go. Uh, Pittsburgh shortstop. Pittsburgh probably with no H. Honest Wagner at 42 in four months connects at Cincinnati to become the oldest to hit an inside the park home run. Wait, wait. The- um, what date? 1916. Oh, okay. I was about to say, I thought we were still in the 1800s. I was like, no. Yeah, but what? Honest Wagner inside the Parker beat the Reds two to one. Let's see what else we got here. The old mm-hmm. Cincinnati Reds. I know. Ooh. Subject of today's uh, Brig 3 out. Uh, partially. 1941, New York outfielder Joe DiMaggio on his way to a record of 56 ties Willie Keeler's 44 game hit streak with a 9 2 win over the Red Sox in Yankee Stadium. Solid. No, let's see. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Where first NASCAR, the first NASCAR, uh, NASCAR Grand National event run outside of the U.S. in Ontario at Stamford Park, 200 lap event. Do they still do any races in Canada? I know they did for a while. They do. They yeah. do in the Xfinity Series. Uh, but oh, there's okay. also there's also a circuit in Canada. I, forget, I think it's called the Penny Series. Is it uh, through NASCAR? Or is it, or it is. Its own it deal? is. Okay. It is. Um, in 1974, NFL players go on strike for 41 days, challenging the Roselle rule, but had to wait until 1977 for a new CBA. Uh, let's. Cal Ripken Jr. makes the first of his record consecutive starts today. It's wow. Richard. There you That's go. That's cool. July 1st. U.S. Day. Senior Open. Oak Hill Country Club. Miller Barber wins by two strokes from Arnie. What year was that? 1984. Okay. Yep. There's a lot of senior open news here. Let's see. I didn't hey. know that. The senior open is usually the, the weekend of the 4th of July. Yeah. The uh, 1996, the the first time the Winnipeg Jets moved to Arizona to become the Phoenix Coyotes. 1997, Nevada Athletic Commission suspended Mike Tyson indefinitely and withheld the $20 million purse for him, biting Evander Holyfield's ear off. So that, did he bite the ear today or just the suspension came down? June 28th is when it happened. Ah, okay. And let's see here. Do, 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 do. Um, 2018, LeBron James agreed to a four-year, $154 yeah, million deal I remember this. to go to the Los Angeles Lakers. And yeah, that is also your sports history today. The reason I remember that, two years ago, July yep. 1st, 2018, or 2018, uh, I was down the shore. I was in Wildwood, okay. and I was too sunburned to go to the beach. So I watched <laughs> the Phillies beat the Nationals in extra innings. Andrew Knapp walk off bomb. The Phillies did a little rewind of it on Instagram today. Not a big deal. Um, Francesco yeah. Molinari won, I believe, wow. this event that we're about to play this weekend, the Rocket Mortgage Invitational. Um <laughs> In uh, route a couple weeks later, he was the hottest golfer in the world for like three weeks. Then he wins the British Open, um, so it was awesome. But yeah, Le- the LeBron news came somewhere there while I'm sunburned sitting on a couch in a beach house. Wow! Uh, yeah, hey, and terrible. another one: uh, Texas Rangers pitcher Kenny Rogers, not the gambler who we lost this year, RIP, was suspended for 20 games and fined fifty thousand uh, for shoving a cameraman, and then they overturned the sentence. But I remember Kenny Rogers, that. the pitcher. Yes. He was 
electric to watch. Yes, he was. Yes, he, he was. And it's not just because he like seemed like he was in Major League Baseball for forty years because he looked mm-hmm. like he was. Well, he like he was just like the solid like what you think of with um fuck what's his name the other pitcher in Major League it, Wild Thing and the, uh, ma- yeah. the other guy the one um, that drank Joe Boo's rum yeah oh yeah the one who drank Joe Boo's rum and then um, you had Doc that uh what the fuck was his name um uh, whatever his name was um that oh. guy the white the or they're both white old, but, old white guy. Yeah, the older guy. But that's what you think of, like, Kenny Rogers being of this guy who's been in the majors forever. Uh, Not to accuse him of, like, putting Vaseline on a baseball like fucking that guy did. Um, But, like, that kind of guy who's just, like, this kooky dude in the clubhouse who, like, a little older, doesn't get it. Like, today's day and age, you'd see a kid playing Fortnite and be like, the fuck is this shit? Um, Joe Boo. Yeah, fuck you, Joe Hey bartender, Joe Boo needs another needs another round. Then gets hit by a foul ball. Oh, um, what is his name? It's something Southern too. Um, and he's like in a bunch of movies. He's uh, no, he's not. A, he's not in My Cousin Vinny. Coach O'Reilly from uh, Mighty Ducks is in is in My Cousin Vinny, but he's in like other like good movies. I'm. I'm. Was it? This was is it, real bad radio. Was it um, Willie Mueller? He was the Duke. No, it's not the Duke. No, no, he wasn't an actual baseball player. This is an actor who played him. Um, Harris. Something Harris. Eddie Harris. Is his name Eddie Harris, like the actor? Um, no, his name is uh, Claude Ross. That's the, that's the actor's Claude name? Ross. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that guy. That's what yeah. I imagine Kenny Rogers being. Uh, this is great radio, but... This, this, I mean, we're spin- this is the spinoff of the spinoff of the spinoff, so we can do this. Yeah, but anyway... Hey. Anything else we need to jump on? What are you watching these days? What am I watching these days? Yeah, yeah. I actually, on Disney Plus tonight, I started eating dinner. The Imagineering, the Imagineers. Oh, those are good. I've heard those are really good. It was a great first episode. I will have to say that. Yeah. Other than that, I haven't been watching much since I've been home because I've just been working remotely and all that. I will have to say uh, to let all the all the folks at home and listening in radio, podcast, world land, um, we're soon to be neighbors. We are soon to be neighbors. That's you're mo- two weeks from today. You're moving. You're moving down the street or, or down the street in a block over. Yeah. But yeah, that's gonna be awesome. That's we're gonna, gonna have great. we're gonna have a lot of in studio time. We will. Yeah, you it's, gonna can, be like, you, it's gonna be like old times. Yes, you you have not gotten the chance to come to the studio since everybody did not. it since because of quarantine. Um, yep. But yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah that's a, that's a good announcement to make. Um, yep. It'll be fun. Uh, one one plug for for something on Netflix. Emily and I watched Eurovision. That you're is that soon the to be Will Ferrell movie. Yeah, the Will Ferrell movie. Your soon to be roommate Bill was excited that we watched it, and I think he's okay. probably going to. He's either has watched it or will. Okay. Because um, we ended up Saturday night, we took him out for his birthday, and we watched actual Eurovision clips on YouTube oh. for a while. Along, and then it devolved into watching. ABBA videos because they were Eurovision winners. Ooh, into nice. the 18s. Do you remember the 18s? The 18s? They were ABBA, but when we were like 10, no. they just did ABBA covers. And then it turned out they've just done like all these different covers. Like they did a fucking One Night in Bangkok cover. What? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Damn it. Which is wild to think about. How Have you ever heard that fucking song? Would you ever, how would you consider Ace of Bass to be the new age ABBA? I saw the sign. Yeah, uh, I saw the signs. That that's a bop. That thing slaps. 
mean, um, but point being, with the movie, oh. Eurovision, the movie, what I liked about it was that I liked the movie a lot, and I, and it like comes off as this goofy Will Ferrell movie, like a Blades of Glory or Semi Pro, where it's him tackling this. Well, Talladega Nights is like that's the the master class of it, um, but it's like him tackling you know some profession, and yep. it seems like that, and it also has like a musical movie type of spin to it. They do like a cast number at one point, which actually done really well. It's a good mashup of things, um, but like it's goofy enough, but it's not like over the top like how everybody in in Blades of Glory is trying to be this over the top character, trying to outdo everybody. Because I think what the problem was is that all these movies tried to replicate what Talladega Nights did, where Sasha Baron Cohen, who is like the master of that, playing off of people and knowing how to be so funny, and then and mixed with Will Ferrell and John C. Riley, who are friends who actually know how to like yep. just bring the best out of each other. Like everybody tried to do that. Like Blades of Glory had Will Arnett, Amy Poehler, funny people who are actually married in real life, which made the whole their sisters who might be banging each other thing actually like that's what should have been funny about it but it was just like all over the place and wasn't that like wasn't that great semi-pro similar similar concept woody harrelson tries to be the voice of reason weird shit there um should have been funnier than it was but like this like this works in that way because there's like some people that are more subdued it's good i recommend it i definitely it's not the greatest movie you'll ever see but if you like the musical movies if you like will ferrell this is a good mashup of it, because, yeah, I don't know. I, I think you'll like it. I think, uh... What will you be watching on Friday? Friday night on Jul- July 3rd. Uh, yes. What, Hamilton? Yep. Yeah, Hamilton coming out on Disney+. Plus. Uh, there, There's that. The Simpsons has been out forever. I've been slow, been oh, okay, slowly nice. catching up on things. I've been watching Avatar. I've been talking about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll probably go watch a couple episodes uh, after I edit this, but, you know. Maybe nice. go to bed. But, you know, it's been a... I mean, quarantine's been good, knocking off different stuff. I mean, you know, it sucks that we, uh, you know, where where we're at, but... Yeah. It's... It'll, it, it, it'll figure itself out, I think. There have been curses and blessings across the board. And, yeah. and you know, I, I want... You know, we talk about it, folks, and we have to because this is the topic that has been very important among others, for over a hundred days now, almost 125 days, if, depending on how you want to count it. And, you know, if I, you know, I always get on my soapbox when I'm on this to say, look, wash your hands, social distance. Um, also to wear a mask, wear a face covering. They just came out with it. it. I hope folks understand it's not an infringement of your rights to do that. You're protecting other people, those people who may or may not have it. You may have it yourself. And I mean, hell, it's not, in my opinion, and this is my humble opinion, it's no different than wearing a seatbelt or wearing a helmet. You know, that that's how I look at it. No, absolutely. And even if, like... Protect others. Even yeah, if that, you that's the like, biggest pr- yeah, Protect you others. Said it. You said it as simply as, as I was and, about to weirdly say it. And as I like to say, too, people, I'm looking at you again. I see you. Just don't be an asshole right now. That's don't it. Don't be a dick. Yeah, we, don't be a dick. People, Exactly. And we keep reiterating this, but I've seen the, the tick ups and people honking their horns more and everything like that. It's like, be nicer. Do, do just, just be nice. It, I watched Mr. Rogers last night. We watched the Mr. Rogers documentary from 2018, not the one with Tom Hanks and the one that came out, but the one they did, 
you cry at the end even if oh, you, yeah even, i heard i heard that's better than the tom hanks one oh it, it it's because it's yeah. just so pure i mean i, yeah, I will yeah, say yeah. I, watched, I watched it again and and this is i'll mr rogers always said guys and i'm not saying this just because i'm from pittsburgh and i'm a kid of pittsburgh but he would always say i'm going to set this egg timer and i want you to take the next minute to think of somebody who's appreciated you and got you to this point in life and you sit there and it's silence for a minute and you see all the cast members and people that wrote the show with him and worked with him everybody cries everybody thinks of one person and they start smiling yeah when you're done with this podcast and we hope you're still with us take a minute of silence take a minute to just sit there and think of somebody that's made an imp such an impact on your life that you think about them and, and, and it could be your mom your dad whomever grandparents friends somebody that's done something for you that we need more of that right now and that's 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 what i'll end on with that we need more of that i like it i was going to make a joke about the fireworks going off in south philly well we have that too just oh, it's not it's okay. not at three in the morning please but that's a perfect thing to think of to, to end on i mean just everybody be nicer to each other, especially with... If you're listening to this not in Pennsylvania and your state is one of the few states that isn't upticking, um, you know, still, be nice to everybody. Everybody's going through hard times. It's wild shit out there. So, like Jared said, do that. Think of somebody that's helped you get to where you are. Think yeah. of the people that are not as fortunate of you. and Just educate yourself on every matter that needs to be educated on. If you don't want, if you don't give a shit about hockey, you don't give a shit about golf. Yep. I don't want to say about NASCAR because I don't want to disrespect you, Jared. I, I, um, I've been hearing that my whole life. It's yeah. nothing I haven't heard. Um, hey, man, but, we, it's we're lucky that we get to do this, and you've built this juggernaut that's still climbing. And you know what? Wait, it's uh, it's it's climbing. <laughs> Trust me, we'll use our powers. Um, you know, we're lucky to do this and I'm lucky to be on and share this time with you as always. And I appreciate you and I love you for bringing me on and all this, man. And it's just, we're going to go, everybody have a happy and safe 4th of July weekend. Enjoy it. Don't go too crazy. We're, we're me and my buddies are holding a socially distanced beer fest. The best of Philly is now in Pittsburgh. So love we'll, be, we'll be safe that way. Um, but I'm, I'm not going to end with the final word to stay classy Philly tonight. And if you haven't seen it yet, our boy, boy Gritty got to make up, or I forget what they called it, uh, by the Fab Five. So if you haven't seen that yet. Yes. After uh, Watch Queer that. Eye was in Philly for their new season, yep. is what Jared's referring to. And they, they uh, I don't know what their official phrase is, but they Gritty was one of their clients. It wasn't um, a makeover, it was a mini episode. But... Yeah, yeah, it was on, it's on their YouTube. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'll just end with, the le with not legal jargon, but with the business jargon. <laughs> Make sure to and you know like, share, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. The bullpen card is what you'll search. Hopefully, we get real bullpen card podcasts soon as we get closer and closer to Major League Baseball being back. Glad we got a little bit of a hiatus. I did start the Big Three O series where I'm counting down my favorite sports moments. So if you're fucking old, if you have any interest in that of learning about just learning about me reflecting on the last and me turning 30 is basically what it is but if you have any interest in that go to thunderblogsports.com go read that follow us on twitter thunder blg jsb46 is for jared jordo9 that is with a ge not a j is me don't be a jo yes don't be a jerk off 
But for my man, Jared Barnes, I am Jordy Cannell, the G-Man. Have a great weekend, everybody. And like Jared said, have a great and safe 4th of July. And go sports. Stay well, Philly.